So why did he need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have? It's not color. It's culture. S explain the difference, because I think we're, we're Steven in a space Spielberg right did Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. I know, you know, we all know what it is with a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. Right. So it's a culture. Before we get started, as always, thank you for listening. Um, thanks for taking the time out of your day. If you haven't watched the episode, stop what you're doing, go watch it, then come back um, so we can have this conversation with you. Spoiler alerts are included. Yeah. Um, before we get started, school, what were you just your overall thoughts on the episode? Uh, the same as yours, man. It's what episode six I think was very nah it was episode five that was just crazy yeah that I was a mid-season finale yeah. I would say definitely this is up there with it just because of the intensity the action the dialogue like it was it was a lot it was dope so yeah one thing that I enjoyed about it is I got a lot you know if you've been listening to us every week I've been saying over and over there's certain things and characters mm -hmm. I just want to know more about I need yeah. more background I need more history and we got a lot of that this episode and uh, especially with the Thomases, uh, I've been wanting to find out why Marvin wasn't at the head. We yeah. found that out. I mean, just mm -hmm. a ton of stuff. But we're going to break all of that down as we move forward um, and break down scene by scene. So I love that Kanan was right there with her going, you know, through the difficult time with Juke just to be there by her side. Um, been saying all along the relationship between the two of them is so tight. And you see it right there, just that support. Mm -hmm. Um you can hear in the background people at the funeral saying that they heard she had a heart defect. And yeah. It's confirmed later in the episode that her parents lied about what happened, which ultimately ultimately means that the cops weren't aware that yes. this blue cap got him. So that was kind of a win for everybody. Yeah. And Juke was able to get the, the cap out before everything finished up. But uh, I can understand that. You know, your teenage daughter overdosed on crack yeah. or had a bad batch of crack. You don't want anybody to remember in that manner. So it's kind of how it happened. Obviously we see, uh, Nicole's mom, her dad's, you know, been playing it pretty cool, especially yeah. later on in this episode, but we see the mom just immediately them two out now. Yeah. Um, and Juke just wanted to pay her respect. And I love Kanan turning around and say, Hey, she's, you, you know, she loved your daughter. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like just one of y'all, y'all being rude, like not rude, but I get it. They mourning too, but at the same time, like, yo man, Juke love your daughter. If you only knew the half of it. Yeah. Um, Gabriel, we see is set up and killed by Rock and Julia. Um, Rock pulls the trigger, but Ju Julia, I mean, I think she wishes low key it was her. It was her yeah. um, Rock's first kill that we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rock's first kill that we see on screen. I think we discussed that 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 was gonna happen. Either Julia, I think yeah. you said it was gonna be Rock. I said Rock might inspire Julia. Either way, Gabriel's demise was all but written. You can see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I was. I knew something was going on. When the whole, I, but I thought she really was clumsy. But then I watched it again, and I'm like, oh, she really yeah. meant to put that on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, my man grabbed a knife. Like, <laughs> yo, what he's about to do? We pulled off the belt too. Like, yeah, pulled out the belt, pulled out the knife. Like, what type of shit they on? Yeah. Um, but Julia was super geeked, like super excited to oh, see that. Man. Like, I think that, she was turned on. Which I mean, it just lets you know how much he had been putting her through. Yeah, like I that know. was abuse, like over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. it, for, to spend that much time with somebody and not have any type of heartbreak. 
he didn't even hesitate when she spilled that coffee. Like, he got straight to the point. Yeah. Like, Bitch, you done lost your mind? Like, yeah, he was after so You know what it is. He was ready. Um, we have Howard and Burke. They find a body with the Mo Better Blues. <laughs> I mean, this goes right into what you were saying last week. Mm-hmm. Howard's going to find the bodies and start investigating and use some of that leverage against Rock. Mm-hmm. Burke thinks it's Rock. Um, Howard tells her that's a rookie mistake and they know better. It can't be Rock. It can't be unique. Howard's yes. absolutely correct. It is a rookie mistake and yes. a rookie made it. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I got so many issues with Kanan. Um, we have a family meeting. Rock asks for the mathematics. We find out product is low since we know the pipeline is cut off and the money isn't. Louis says it himself. At this point, the money ain't even worth us getting popped. Mm-hmm. The risk ain't worth the reward. The juice ain't worth the squeeze, as I like to say. Um, he heard that the blue tops hit the street and that the whole hood is looking for him. The whole every fiend in the, in you know three counties is looking for these blue tops. Lou wonders if it's unique. While Marvin plays dumb, maybe he wasn't playing. But uh, you know, Marvin. <laughs> hey, actually, side note, bro. If you pay attention, not necessarily us. Obviously, we supposed to pay attention. But like if, if you uh, if Lulu and Rock are really paying attention to Marvin, he give his stuff away every every. Uh, situation he get into and they bring it up. He always uh, what? Uh, yeah, last week was even more evident. Yes, like if they even yes. looked up at him. Yes, they would have known right away. <laughs> but last week was more evident. Um, Rock asked Marvin to find out who is moving the blue tops and get them up out of here. And you see a Marvin and Lou exchange them yeah. going back and forth. Tensions right. have been building. Um, obviously, Lou seems like the favorite. Well, he gets more stuff done. Rock, I mean, Marvin's still steaming, and he's on the outside. And you just see that going back and forth. Um, <laughs> Marvin said he got a, he got a natural musk, <laughs> like a man's supposed to smell. Hey, man, I'm sick of everybody. Hey, he's hilarious, bro. Yeah, but the, my, my favorite part about the scene is Rock asking Lou to break down how Unique stepped to him again, mm-hmm. you know, questioning his loyalty. And yeah. great acting about Malcolm May is just... I can't believe you even saying that out your mouth. Yeah. Like he knows what. Even when I'm in the ground, my flag yeah. goes. She definitely was satisfied. She definitely was satisfied. But it also shows once again how distracted he is because he was super not paying attention to her at first. Like I don't even know if his if his distraction. I think it's disconnection. I lose, which is the same thing. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. I'm just saying that I look at it more as he's. It's not that he has something else that's such a big deal. He's just so interested in getting out of that life. Yeah. That he's making that other stuff a priority. Um, and you can see it, it's been building up throughout the season. And uh, it's going to be a very interesting direction where, where Lou goes. I'm curious to see. Unique believes Rock is sabotaging her business. You know, uh, he wants to hit back. We'll get to more of that later. I love how he tears up his shopping and tells Dude, hey, clean this up. Hey, Unique. Unique is becoming very uh, obsessive over Rock a little bit. Like, I don't know if you feel that way, but I'm starting to kind of... Like, when, when Royale was like, I ain't even... Yo! <laughs> so, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might have a point. I'm looking at it as... And this is probably because this is what the show is giving us. As far as we know, they're the two biggest movers in their area yeah. obviously new york's a big city so you got them all over the place but as right. far as queens that's her that's his direct competition mm-hmm. and it makes sense what he said as a businessman makes sense we we know we undercut rock she ain't got no product rock would do anything that she could to kind of undercut me and mess up right. our business but going to your point when you have somebody on your team your right hand telling you nah that's not what and you don't even give them the time of day to listen mm-hmm. That's when you. That's when the obsession, like you said, yeah. kicks in, in my opinion, because yeah. he needs to. He's been known, as far as we know, 
to be smart and to see the next move before it happens and to be prepared for it. Yeah. Now he's being more reactive than, you know, he's playing defense more than yeah. offense, it seems like. And which is crazy because he has all the leverage. All the leverage. And, his, and his favorite line is this shit, the rock stake all over this shit. That's yeah. his favorite line. It's that intuition, man. Yeah. Hey, I, you know, uh, I think between that and the meeting with Lou, I think Unique has just had it. Yeah. He just had it and he, he's to I the point now where, you know what, we're just going to make sure all of this is, yeah, is buttoned up. Three months. He said three months at that meeting. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew that wasn't going to be the case. Ain't no way that the war was yeah. going to last that long. So uh, we'll talk about that later in the episode. Howard and Burke get info from a fiend where the blue tops came from, and that information turned out to be right. Yeah. We'll get to that. Marvin Pages Kanan has them come over after the family meeting to make sure the tracks are covered. Um, it's funny because Kanan's not even worried about police finding out he gets worried when he finds out that it's rock that knows mm-hmm. he says to himself she finds mm-hmm. out everything yeah they're trying to cover their tracks and i love uh, i love the acting in this scene because when london brown sat down and he really said like i don't know if she'll kill her own son but i know she, i know she'll, she'll kill, kill me, me. and yeah. i lou won't lou will love to be yeah. on the other end of the trigger he knows yeah and we've said it ourselves mm-hmm. you know and they've done stuff that normally in the game you get found later on. Like your body gets found somewhere. Yeah. That's how much they've messed up this season. That's a fact. And all of this is coming back to uh, to haunt them. Like the episode's titled, The Price of Doing Business. Yep. Um, going back to what we just said about Lil Rob, um, that's who obviously is working for Marvin and who was giving out the <laughs> Mo Better Blues. <laughs> yeah. But you got to be a different type of dude to be in a strip club in the middle of the day. Just yeah. dolo. Like, it's right. empty, man. They just opened. It's like he was waiting outside. And he was known there. That yeah. girl pointed him out. Yeah, little yeah. Rob. Yeah, there you go, right there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> I get the concept, but damn, bro. Hey, police, y'all, man, they the dirtiest. He just picked up a random. Yeah, thing. he did in the Lonzo, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Did in the Lonzo from Trinidad. Hand me that menu. Yeah. Yeah, he said, I want to see the warrant. <laughs> but it all it all prevailed because he got all the information that he needed. Mm-hmm. He found they found out the cannon cooked the batch. Yeah. Um, Rob folded real quick. You can mm-hmm. tell he don't work for Rock. Nope. <laughs> you can tell that's one of Marvin's people. He fought it real quick. But hey, once again, Alonzo, you want to go to jail or you want to go home? That's a fact. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home, Jake. <laughs> but the messed up part is, bro, he knew his rights enough to, like, let me see that warrant. Yeah. Like, if he would have just stayed on that, then they would have let him go. Like, he just. People tell when they don't need to. Yes. That's yes. what it comes down to. Yes. That's what it really comes down to. So, next scene, we have Lou meeting with Crown, and he brings his lawyer with him. I love how everybody's, you know, shooting dice. Lou comes in, busy day at the office. Yeah. Lou says everybody out. And the Brooklyn dude from the showcase that was giving issues bruh. turns around, looks at Crown, said, Boss said he wants us out. That, bruh. Did that, the, the, I was. I looked at, at the wife and was like, Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Like, the boss wants us out? That's like the general manager walks in, you look at the assistant manager and be like, She told me to leave. Is that okay? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I think that. I think with everything that happened over the past couple of weeks, um, word has been getting out that Lou is the money man. He's mm-hmm. the front. Just said it. The guy that makes the money or has the money calls the shots. Right. And I think that's trickling down. Like you always say, the world of power keeps going on when yeah. the episode is off. So yes. I'm imagining some events have happened where everybody's been able to see this in the open. That Lou is the one front and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm sure, and we've seen it ourselves in different scenes in past episodes where Lou is the one taking heat. And when he pulled out the money to pay for the bills, everybody yeah. in the studio saw that. Yeah. When they're setting up the showcase, everybody there saw that everybody was coming to Lou. Um, and now, Lou smartly makes the decision that if I'm going to be doing this, I might as well have some kind of real natural investment in it. Yeah. 
So uh, he goes Godfather style, makes him an offer he can't refuse. Um, I love how it got real. Crown, I don't know what Crown was thinking, how he thought it was going to turn out. Yeah. Howard thought he was cool, and he missed the comment like, you know, you was cool when Defcon was pushed up on you at 16, and how, Rock tells him straight up, Defcon was left-handed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was his cover. I was his front. Like, he had a stable of boys. Yeah. And, you know, Howard says, you know, he was a fairy, and Rock's, I, I, Rock's just look. He's still 10 times more of a man you will ever be. So that just kind of shows the reverence for Defcon. And, you know, he showed her the game, but that's, you know, news. Kanan doesn't know that. Howard doesn't know that. I don't think anybody does. And she right. even said, that's why he never said nothing. Right. He knew that baby wasn't his because obviously we weren't doing anything, but he paid me to be his cover. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Howard pretty much gets right to the point and says, yo, I need to link with Kanan or I'm going to let everybody know he's a cop's son. More importantly, I'm going to let him know you laid down with a cop and people are going to call you a snitch. So she's really backed into a corner and doesn't really have too many options. And I love his whole demeanor. Like, I'm, it's, it got to happen quick. I ain't having this conversation yeah. with you again. And if you or one of your brothers want to pull up, I'm shooting first, asking questions last. Like, Howard is done. Howard ain't That's playing, my kid. Like I'm death. dying. Yeah. Stop playing with me, man. Hey, shout out to Omar, man. He doing his thing, man. Straight, straight up, man. He is. He really is. So from somebody who started off as a smaller character, he's really... Mm-hmm. Man, his acting chops, you can tell he's been around for a while. Rock says something at the end of the scene that's very interesting, and I think we play into it later on, but I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, when she mentioned, she makes a phone call and says she needs to pick up that dry, she needs somebody to pick up that dry cleaning in Harlem that they talked about. But we'll go into the next scene. This is Roland writing to Rock coming home after that meeting with Howard, and she uses the full government name. Kane and Elijah start, so you know what time it is. And Man. you see the look on Kane's face immediately change, and... They have uh, great acting by both actors in the scene, Patina Miller and Makai Curtis. Just that mother. And if you're uh, obviously ever been a teenager and mm-hmm. been doing stuff you had no business doing, <laughs> just having that talk, not the, even the anger talk, just the I can't believe. Like who? Yeah. Let's have a conversation about who you are and who right. you're becoming. Right. Like what path are you headed down? Because right. this isn't anything that I've taught you. And I feel Rock's frustration as a viewer. I feel it because literally every single thing she says not to do, Kana turns around and does it. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Rachel earlier. Rachel was saying it's easy to see how Ghost took Kana's business. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to see yeah. it. Like we know he's smart, but man, his decision making is more more Marvin than Rock. Yep. And we just get a whole lot of truth in this scene. Very intense combo about all the mistakes that Kana has been making. Um, as I mentioned, Rock keeps saying, she keeps saying the same things over and over. So either you're not listening or you don't care. One of the two. You want to know why Uncle Marvin went to jail? Mm-hmm. We find out Uncle Marvin was a user. Was a user. Turned into a junkie. Mm-hmm. I done seen a lot of OGs catch a table habit trying to taste dope. Hey. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. That happens. Like Marvin, he, as they say, was so high that when the police kicked in the door, he offered to sell them a quarter. Come on, man. Come on, man. So that lets you know what type of time. The fact that Marvin even got in the business after that. Yes. Yes. My goodness. As she mentioned, that's the person you hit your wagon to. That's the person you in business with. Yeah. So now you know. Yeah. Like every, that's why everything that's going on with y'all two, it keeps going to shit. Because Uncle Marvin messes up everything he touches. And Kanan bucked back. Tells her to blame herself. I'm exactly how you made me. And she gives him a slap that makes him fall to the ground. I give you a slapping. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I just obviously because yeah. this happens later in the episode when she knocks down Marvel with the two yeah. by four, just a visual representation yeah. of Rock, the woman knocking these men, a boy in a sense, to Kanan's mm-hmm. degree, but knocking them to the ground. It's not just a slap; they're going to their knees. Like Rock is a power, powerful figure. Yeah, and it goes back to 
what Juke told Kane in, in early episodes, like, it's a lot of stuff you don't know, dude. Like, that you don't want to know. That you don't want to know. Like, mm-hmm. chill, bro. Like, and also when Juke was saying, like, I don't fuck with anything that Marvin is, is attached to or gets hitched to, it's back to those drugs. Like, not only selling them, he was doing it. So I'm sure that made it even worse for her. Like, right. I'll never fuck with drugs, which makes it harder for the Nicole situation. Like, right. shit's crazy, bro. The writing is amazing. No, that's, that's exactly that's exactly right. I just love how the conversation flipped. How Kanan told Rock she should blame herself, and then she flips it right back on him. Mm-hmm. Like, look at all the messes you've made that I've had to clean up. Yeah, true. And she starts mentioning names, and D Wiz's name comes out, and I did the same thing Kanan did. Like, oh snap, she just made she just... <laughs> and she didn't care. Nope. You need to know the truth. Since mm-hmm. you've grown, here's what it is. Yeah, I dropped D Wiz, yeah. and she had she had every reason to. Yes. I dropped D Wiz because they were coming after you, yeah. and I'm not about to let that happen. So he yeah. had to go. Now, whose fault is that? Yours or mine? Hey, hitting with the truth, bro. She right. Yeah. Kanan doing stuff he has no business doing, and that's causing all this destruction. Yeah. All of it. So, real conversation ends with uh, Kanan just leaving. Um, it was like a ton of bricks hit him. You can see it on his face. Mm-hmm. Going back to what I just mentioned about the dry cleaning in Harlem, we see Unique pull up to his building. And in the background, when Lou pulled up, I see that they're in Manhattan. There was a sign that something yeah. in Manhattan. So, I knew they were in Harlem. And he goes in and takes, uh, tells the doorman he left something in, in Unique's car. And we see them take the jacket that he would had custom fitted earlier in this season. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's going to, what role that's going to play, but obviously it seems like a big thing. They didn't film that for no reason. I'm sure it's going to come on his head this very next episode. So something to keep your eye out on. Um, it also makes me think, like, I'm sure we'll get into it because that's like the grand finale of the episode. But when rock called him and she she made the like you're up you're up next or whatever yeah she, i was gonna was, yeah like i wonder if that was the the reason you know was that attached i don't know i was gonna talk about that at the end okay we mentioned earlier rock pulling up on marvin knocking him down to the ground with the two by four they had the conversation that we were all waiting for that rock i mean she Probably. had to cut she had to cut marvin off i said earlier like maybe episode four or five like it's mm-hmm. to the point where you have to question rock if she keeps letting that stuff slide you just had to question her leadership and her her direction, um, but you knew this ever this was coming, especially when Kanan's involved, and that was just the last straw. She, I mean, she gave him so many chances, and once again, great acting. I really did feel sympathetic for Marvin. Yeah, I felt too. I really felt for him because, it, and I think it's because of the family ties. If that was just a worker, yeah, all right, that's one thing. But you know, to tell your brother. You know, I never want to see you again. Like, I don't ever want to give all the rest of your work, drop it off and lose. I don't ever want to see you, talk to you, kick it with you, skate with you, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. So that, I really felt the sympathy. Um, but damn, man, he just can't help himself. You can't keep somebody like that around your business. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Uh, we see Juke is still inside Nicole's room, and she gets arrested. The cops are called once her parents come home. Um, I love the small exchange of Nicole's dad mm-hmm. and Juke. Because he starts saying we didn't know, meaning that in my head, if they knew it was Juke that broke in, they probably wouldn't have called the cops. At least he wouldn't have. She would have. The mom definitely would have. But there was that look when he when, when Juke looked up and slowly turned her head and he saw the tears coming down. At least to me, I looked at it as, man, like, a, she really did care for my daughter. Yes. And B, while I'm busy grieving, we're not allowing her to give... We're not giving her the proper space to even grieve because she feels so blocked out. Mm-hmm. 
and she's going through it enough to the point where she's breaking in her house not to steal nothing but she just wants to be in this room and relive some of those memories and have that presence and it was just just one look between those two kind of set all of that and um like i said that just goes back to Haley kilgore um the actor who plays nicole's dad my apologies i don't know his name but um i really love that part and of course the mom came in and uh, juke ends up getting arrested uh, we also this is the moment where juke finds out how nicole died mm-hmm. um when she has the blue cap yeah so her and, her and Kana have a scene later in this episode that will that discuss that whole thing but she yeah. just kind of hit getting hit with it all at once she also found that note or the letter she sees the letter but doesn't read it at the time right so right. i'm very uh i'm sure that's gonna happen next episode right and i wonder right. what's in it and what's whatever's in that letter might be what sets that spark obviously yeah. the death is there but that might be the real that might put the gas on it mm-hmm. um it really sets juke off juke is also let go later um as we find out she's in the back seat getting taken to the station and there's a call that comes in that a detective says to springer um i believe this is burke it has to be burke bruh me and you bruh we we on the same thing yeah because it's too obvious bruh that's it's too obvious people keep saying it's howard and i've been all on the net mm-hmm. like, we, howard. i'm like that's too obvious yeah we watch too much tv and we yeah. break down stuff too much for yeah. i think to us because we even mentioned it that the episode when she was putting the flyers up and burke stopped mm-hmm. her they don't do stuff like that yes. for a reason why even introduce those two characters for that one little small moment if it's not going to lead up to something later. There hasn't been any interaction between her and Howard at all, if I can recall. Only when he pops up and she leaves. Yes. Like, so like McCannon in the very first episode at the end, stuff like that. I don't so. even think Howard knows they related or anything. So He probably does. He might yeah, know that much. Yeah. But at the same time, he's not even focused on them enough. Nah. Like Howard's concern is even with her. He yeah. has no incentive to bail Juke yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. has nothing to do with anything. That's definitely Burke. Yeah. Um, we saw the connection even in that one scene they shared. And if you saw the previews, anybody listening for next week, yeah. is telling her. And like mm-hmm. I said, I mentioned how Howard might, this might maybe episode four or three or whatever. I mentioned how I thought that Howard might end up working for the Thomases and that's how Juke gets into law enforcement. Yeah. And I think a couple of episodes later, I flipped it and I said, well, I can tell by this relationship with Burke. That Burke might play a big role, um, even them sharing the same sexuality. Like, yeah. there's just so many things that tie them together. Right. And as you've, as I mentioned, also, I'm just so intrigued by Burke and her character. And yes. I think now we're getting into the yeah. what her purpose is, right. rather than just being the, the lonely sidekick that's left out of every important conversation <laughs> that Howard has. Kanan finds out that Davina and her sister are in foster care, and their mother died a month ago. So he's going through it himself. Unique a dirty son bitch. <laughs> but you called it. I told her, man, come on, man. <laughs> she should have known. That's taking advantage of a high school mom, of a 15-year-old. That's all that is. That's taking advantage of that. Hey. Uh, I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out with Davina. Because now we don't know where she is. Right. Uh, not that that information can't be found. Absolutely. Because not. what I'm thinking is, I'm thinking somehow, some way, it gets found out that Davina gave the stash house up. And I think Howard's going to be used to find out where she's been placed. Mm-hmm. That's just a shot in the dark, but there's no way Davina escapes this season without having to at least answer. Even if she still lives, that conversation has to be had. Yeah. Because it sparked. Might be, it might be Juke to take her out, though. A love, a love for a love. Could be. I can't say you're wrong. It's power. Anything mm-hmm. could happen. Lou and Jess have a meeting. Uh, we see them after the act and um hey, Lou a nut, man. <laughs> yeah 
Is he a nut or you busting fat nuts? Which one? Hey, <laughs> I ain't never heard hey, of that's why I said so that I just shit. bust a fat, fat nut. nut. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, man. I feel it, though, man, because she is a... Uh, you got to love her ambition and her drive, but my goodness, it yeah, really is 24-7. You, we literally... Like, we we you, are fucking and talking. Like, can we... 20 minutes at least. Day, like, can like, we have a conversation about anything else? Like, it's straight up to... To the point where I feel like I'm being used. Like I get your ambition, but well, that's that that's gonna make it tough on him as well. Like I got rock on the same shit in a different way. Like she on me constantly about this, then you on me about this. Like yeah, you eventually see, you gonna have to make a decision. Yeah, you can see how he was just mentally drained yes. at the end of the episode. Like I'm off tonight, rock. Like hey, between Jess and Rock, it was just like you know what. Let me take a little day to find out and get mm-hmm. my mind together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first time we saw we wrote uh, we. We saw Lou rolling up, mm-hmm. just rolled up some bud, mm-hmm. had himself a drink. Like it was just one of those nights for him, one of those days. Bro, I'm sick of uh, Unique's team knowing where the Thomases live, bro. I, I said that. I I, it really that. bothers me. Yes. It bothers me. Yes. It, like it bothers me to yes. the point where it's almost a flaw. Yeah, like, so there's no way they moving nah, like this in a ward. No, you, you know what I mean. Nah, no way they knew where the Carleones was at, man. You I get what I'm saying? Go to the mattresses. Right, it's a fact. That's 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 a phrase. That's yes. that's the reason you go to the mattresses. Yes. Though this doesn't happen, mm-hmm. and um, man, but re- before we talk about that scene, we see Marvin at the club with Tony. Thankfully, smartly, Marvin doesn't give up any information. I don't even know if he was so even I, aware of what was going I, on. I want to ask. I was going to ask you. Do you think he knew? Because I've seen on I've seen a mixture of people being like he knew, he knew. Then I just. Part of me says he knew just by instinct, but part of me wouldn't be surprised if he. It's Marvin, like he just kind of aloof like that at at a time, Um, and I think it's one of those things. Marvin sometimes figures things out afterwards, like oh snap, yeah. Um, But that's not the important part of the scene. The important part is Symphony knew exactly what was going on, Mm -hmm. and he overhears you know the conversation. So we have that going coming on. How much she get caught with? Uh, enough to <laughs> enough to be doing that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> enough to be snitching. Somebody hire. <laughs> but I know the charges were the intent to distribute. Mm-hmm. So it's. I mean, it's not. You know. That's what they got Zach Randolph with, ain't? About all that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know nothing about that. But it was enough to distribute, and it wasn't anything light. So Symphony Seeds was going on. So that's obviously going to play a big role in these last couple of episodes. Rock meets with Joaquin, and she gets questioned about Detective Howard. Let me say this. At one point in my life, I don't know, just once before this thing is all said and done, I want to have enough juice to where if it's about to go down, I can just lift my hand and everybody just calm down. Yeah. Every time I see that in the movie or show, man, I'm like, man, I want to be that person one day. Like, everybody just just calm down. Hey. Put the guns away. He ain't have to say nothing. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a show that's attached to, like, drugs and where... A drug person is looking for a new connector or plug and they don't get followed. I don't think I've ever not seen that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like where I want to know your daily operation. Like I want to see if you going to make it hot for me. Like that always happens. So yeah. I'm surprised that Rock wasn't on her P's and Q's anyway. Like, well, I think Rock thought to herself if that's if that's ever a question. I think she's been thinking about that ever since Howard brought it up. Yeah. If I ever get questioned about this, like Howard on payroll. Right. She's thinking about it. Yeah. She might have been expecting it. I don't but know. Now he really has to be on payroll too. Yeah. So the interesting part about this that I want to talk to you about is part of the stipulation for this pipeline to be opened up is he has to rock. Joaquin has to know how it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and it, excuse me, as he said, it it is what he's what she says it is. Yeah. yeah. And whatever this grand plan that Rock has has to be 
shown out. What is this? So I know exactly what's going on. Now, what is interesting to me is the wording of what Joaquin said. It's not that Howard's on payroll or anything. It's that he is what you say he is. Right. Like, you told me this is what it was. So I need you to prove that, which is going to ultimately... It can't be known that Howard is Rock's... Or, excuse me, Kane is dead. Right, right. Because that's going to mess up everything with the plug. So I'm really curious how that's going to play out. I see in the preview for next week, they have a conversation. Right. She says she needs a pass. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do this for you, as she's speaking to Howard, I need a pass. I don't know right. what it's for. Right. But obviously, something's coming on. And I think like you just mentioned, Howard has to be on payroll at this point. Because yeah. he has to... It can never come out that he's a real cop and he's not on her team. Yeah. Because that's bad for everybody. Whole family getting rocked. No pun. Any thoughts on what this big play and what this big plan is for Rock? How she's going to revolutionize? Not a not a clue. I'm guessing it has something to do with the apartment. But then again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't going to Yeah. We have the Kanan and Jukebox scene on the porch. Um, school, you were right once again. Um, Kanan finds out that Nicole died by the blue top as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously that means that Juke knows... It came from Kanan. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even blame him. Nah. She said, I can't even blame blame you. I don't even know if I can blame myself. It's this place we live in. It's this neighborhood. It's the environment that you're put in. Um, you know, these, these, these neighborhoods aren't depicted the way they are by mistake. Or they weren't constructed that way by mistake. Uh, I always mention there's a book, Color of Law. Might have mentioned it earlier this season. I mean, it's, it's all intentional. And Southside just brings out the worst in people. Yeah. And I think after a while, you just you become so numb to it that it changes you. And that's, we've been saying it all episode, yeah. Juke is about to change. I, I definitely uh, love the, the the acting in the scene. And also, this is the first time you really see Kanan speechless, bro. Like, mm-hmm. Kanan usually has an excuse. He got something ready. He's coming back with something. She saw, like, he saw that and his, he just was out of it. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, it's interesting you said it. And I, I think the reason is because this is the first time that Kanan's hurt somebody that is not just close to him, but a, a legit peer. Mm-hmm. There's no pressure with Juke. Right. Kanan right. can be 100% himself. Mm-hmm. Even with Rock, knowing how close they are, he can't be 100% himself. Nah. That's still moms. Right. Like, that's still, there's still some, some, um, some lines that shouldn't be crossed. Right. Still some barriers. But Juke is 100%. We, like I said, the first time we see Juke in this series, in episode one, the way he describes her is, uh, Kanan says, you never meet a nigga harder than Juke, and I ain't never loved nobody harder than Jukebox. Yeah, yeah. So it goes right back into that. Just there, he was just so disappointed that he let her down mm-hmm. out of anybody. Yep. Kids expect to let their parents down at some point. To let down your best friend, it's yeah. like, damn, man. And it wasn't just a letdown, I mean... The love of her life, her short life, 15, 16, yeah. 16 excuse me, um, as we know Juke is, just passed away from a product he cooked. Yep. And, and I, I love the fact that if, when you watch Juke and Kanan's relationship through, even if you go back to power, like, Juke controls that relationship. Like, and I don't think it's like, a, I want to control like Rock does. Like, but, yeah. but like, it's just the, the, that, that, that power she holds over Kane. And like, even I, I was thinking, I would look back season three, episode three of power, bro. Like she always controls the conversation. She always knows when, he, when he's lying. Remember he tried to lie to her about, she's like, nigga, quit lying to me. Like, I know you like, mm-hmm. so that relationship is just different. And also like, I love the fact that she's hurt, but she also clearly understands like long before Kane and consequences, like price of doing business. Yes. 
Yes. She she knows. Price of doing business episode was uh titled and very good points that you just made. We're going into the last scene. <laughs> Neek puts a hit on Lou's house. Um, they have the Molotov cocktails. They have the all types of automatic weapons. The same type of guns T.I. had. Hey, can we talk about him? What he and said? I got the same type of guns T.I. T.I. What your boy Unique said. I don't, it's not a hit. It's not a drive-by. It's a motherfucking message. Yeah. He meant that shit, bro. He definitely meant that. <laughs> Definitely make that because not only do they throw the cocktails to the world, tell them like this bitch, like up. this bitch, up. like they were really niggas better start giving Warrell his respect, bro. Warrell, bro, like I, I wrote this down, like, uh, hold on, he, 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 clapped, he fucked up Scrappy, Lulu in the hospital, and he survived that that joint with Lulu in the last what three episodes. He done been through some shit, like. And, Respect to respect to Wario. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I also agree that it's about to be real short. It's about to be real uh, slow for Wario by the time the season ends. Oh, absolutely. Are he gonna tell? He gonna, he gonna I, tell. He gonna get rocked. Him and Unique getting rocked. I, uh, I think he gonna tell on Unique, bro. I think he. That's just my opinion. I think. He but gonna, all right, break this down. Well, 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 what I'm saying is he's just gonna get in a compromising position, like where he's gonna get caught. He might be in a. It might be Marvin. Because I, I definitely feel like Marvin's about to do some heroic shit. Because um, he's very loyal to his family. Whatever the case may be, I think Warrell might get caught in some shit. And he gonna, you need something street around the corner. Whatever it might be. I, I don't know what it is. but Nah, I feel you. I still think he's getting rocked. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm not saying he's not. I just feel like he's going to give up some shit before he do. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But going right into what you just said, Marvin doing some heroic Right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Happens to be driving by. Rex his second bins of the season. Um, I don't know why Marvin feels the need to keep driving in and stuff. But I guess in this situation, it was a little bit different than the first because yeah, they were actually shooting was... at him. Um, I mean, shooting the big stuff at mm-hmm. him. So, luckily, Marvin was able to get out as they fled the scene, go in the house, carry Lou out, which, I mean, we have to mention it. We can't. We have to keep things a buck. Mm-hmm. Not the scene itself, but the last line of the episode yeah. wasn't great acting at all. Nah. Wasn't great acting at all. Nah. Somebody help me! Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even mind that line after watching it again, but just somebody help me was just a little bit too over the top. Yeah. Um, Scenes like that don't don't help or work very well when you CGI the fire and all that. Like It already kind of looks corny. So it, yeah, not to mention it just goes everything I said earlier in this episode about Haley Kilgore and Juke's emotions just being so real. I mm-hmm. felt that. I felt that she was really going through that. I don't know if I felt that Marvin found his younger brother about yeah. to be you know trying to you know a murder attempt and he's yeah. pulling him out. I just felt a, I don't know if it's because of the friction that they had, but that's still baby bro. Yeah, it absolutely. just something was missing from the scene. Yeah. I, I I don't I hate to nitpick. Um, it just was something that kind of yeah. bothered me. Like, it just, ah, for such a great episode, I'm like, man, I wish they had a different take on that. Yeah, for people who don't know, me and Rich barely have conversations before we do this. But I had to call my guy up and be like, yo, you see that last scene? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I was just, we were on the same page, man. It was the worst acting of the season, unfortunately. But yeah. other than that, man, flawless performance by everybody else in the episode. Absolutely. And it's hard to tap into that stuff. And I don't know if, uh, let me ask you this. Is there any possibility... That Marvin was high. No. Okay. No. I think he's done a very good job, and the writers have done a very good job of uh, of him saying no. Because, you know, Tony's offered him that shit at least two or three times, and he's like, nah, I don't do that shit. Like, nah, 
Yeah. Oh, you can sell it? Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, good point. So, um, question I guess we have to I have to ask you is you is Lou still alive? Did you ever think for a second Lou's dead? Nah. Did you was it because of just how you know how these things work or did you just Yeah. I just I never thought that Lou we can't let Lou go right now. Yeah, man, I that's never thought a way to go out too. Like that ain't how Lou's supposed to go out. Man. Yeah. Like Tony Soprano went out, man. Can't let Tony go out. <laughs> Hey man, he ain't, I feel what you're saying though, but no, nah, I never thought that Lou was uh was out of it. I know some people might be questioning it. Um, he was on Breakfast Club a couple weeks ago. Did you see his post on IG? No. So Malcolm Mays made a post uh, and was like, "It's been a pleasure." Like just trolling, bro. Yeah. Like just trolling. You know That's all it is, man. Yeah, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> Nigga said it's been a pleasure. <laughs> hey man, these actors wild. But um. Uh, yeah, that's that. That's how the episode ends. We have nine and ten left. From everything that I'm hearing from the power team, the actors that I follow on Instagram, we've been keeping up with. Uh, nine is going to be nine and ten. Uh, Patina Miller keeps talking about nine, and Malcolm Mays keeps talking about ten. Yeah, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think ten is another one directed by um, Mario Van Peebles. Okay, but I heard Patina Miller specifically say. Even if we thought we were ready, we're not ready for it. What's about to happen? We just not. We just not ready right, for it. Right. Uh, which makes me think that it's going to be something big, and it reminds me of all the big moments that Power has given us over the years, yes. uh, especially in the early seasons. And they've been doing such a great job with this and carving it into its own thing. I can't wait to see what it gives us. Yeah, I really can't. So, ready. you got anything else you want to mention about this episode? No, sir. Great acting. Great acting, a lot going on. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready. That's all I can say. Yep. I'm ready for the next couple episodes as we wrap things up. So, with that being said, thank you all again for taking the time to listen. We'll be back with you next week. Y'all be cool. How y'all be cool? Peace.